So what's up? Uh, not much. Um, we just watched a movie together. That was pretty fun. No, this is cold open. Can't talk about the movie. Oh, well, um... <laughs> you have to tell me how your day is going, how your week's been, what you've been doing. Uh, yeah, my, my week's been fine. Uh, you know, not a whole lot going on. Uh, yeah. It's it's snowed like a fuck ton this week. Yeah, and that's, same here. Th- that's been a big pain in the ass to, uh, it, yeah. traverse... Yeah, it's been uh, it's it's in the slushy period right now because Same. it's like forty ish outside. We're like we're we're like what four hours away from each other, give or take. Yeah, Boston's a bit of a longer drive than that. Yeah, it, it's like much. a it's like it's like six hours or something like that. I know. Yeah, yeah. I made the trip to Anthro, New England, in uh, last year. Right. My my brother goes to school at a RIT. So. Mm, right, right, right. Uh, um. Uh, I finished my first semester of college. I'm on break now. Fuck yeah. And so I am just simply... I am simply chilling and vibing and just trying to get some rest. Because this past week was a lot... I I had the same professor for two courses and he was very lax about due dates. Uh, as long as you got it in by the end of the semester. So right. I pretty much did a month and a half's worth of homework in a week <laughs> this past week. Let me say and- fucking been there. This is my um. This is my last obligation for this like weekend. As soon as I'm done with this, I get to just like a- exit brain and just go comatose. <laughs> and I can't. I gotta tell you, cannot wait for that. Really, just dying to turn my brain off and like just fall asleep on the couch watching football. Yeah, that that sounds like life. Yeah, I'm gonna watch some anime this week. Not do homework. Clean my clean the house. Maybe rearrange my room a little bit. Yeah, I, I just cleaned my room last weekend since. Already having to do some stuff to keep it clean, which yeah, you know, I I normally don't last with a clean room for more than like a day. It's yeah. normally like okay, it's been a day. There's a there's a there's a couple of dirty dishes in here. But like, the thing that just... always makes it fall apart for me is that like I have to like I usually have a basket of clean laundry and then I'll be like oh, I'll fold that later and then I don't have like an empty basket to put dirty laundry yep, in. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's the situation I'm in right now. I my laundry basket is folded, but um I have not put it away, so now my clothes are just kind of existing on the floor. Yeah. Which is why I'm wearing which is why I'm currently wearing a shirt that I wore two days ago because it was on the floor and I just picked it up and I was like, Oh, I'll wear this. Oh, and uh, good news today though. Uh yesterday I got to go to the bookstore and I picked up a couple Christmas presents and then like a bunch of shit for me. Hell yeah. Because I got my uh, my uh, Christmas bonus from work kicked in. Nice. So that was nice, nice, nice. Yeah. That's good. Did you? Uh, what What'd you get? What'd you get yourself? What you reading? I I haven't. I've forgotten how to read, so I haven't read a book that is an animorph in so long. Yeah. Well, I I did get myself theory, which is nice. I got uh, the Wretched of the Earth by uh, Fanon. So you know, now I'm gonna be smarter about decolonization and whatnot. I'm gonna know nice. all sorts of things. People are gonna tell me shit, and I'm gonna know what that is. Yeah, you're gonna smile and nod and say, I, "I'm learning." I, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> my brain is expanding so much. Yeah in in three months time we're we're, we're in three months time you're gonna be your brain's gonna be so big you're gonna be playing chess against it. Yeah, uh, I, that's the, that's what the Queen's Gambit is about, right? Exactly. You know she she read uh she fucking read like uh she worked out at the library and yeah. now she can, now she can fly away on a hot air balloon made of her own gray matter. Yeah, you know I. People people think it's strange that like Anya Taylor Joy's head just naturally does that. (laughs) 
when when men's head just do that, it's normally a head explosion. But when women's head just do that, it just it it's means feminism. It's, big bra- it's big brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 girl power. Let's go. Yeah, but yeah, I got like a bunch of stuff. Like most of the stuff I got for me is like queer lit, but then I didn't get to check out with like um like a one of the cute cashiers, which is annoying. It's like ah, oh, no one's gonna be impressed. Aww. This is so lame. But I got I got a plain by plain bad heroines by Emily M Danforth, who uh, also wrote my favorite book of all time, The uh, Miseducation of Cameron Post. As I'm really looking forward to reading this, it's like a horror thing. It's got pictures in it. Ooh, picture book. I do love those. I've been reading... The only thing I've been reading lately is Fullmetal Alchemist parentheses manga. And you know what? It's fucking good. Hell yeah. Like, like I, I, I've I, seen Brotherhood. And I've read... Uh, previously, I'd read, like, the first eight or so volumes. Just that was what I could get out of the library. And so now I'm like... There are things in these books that they cut from the show. Like, for example, when they're... In, in the, the first... When, um... When they find the big door in in the in the like the the episode I guess where Barry the Chopper gets killed by himself, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where like yeah. when, and then Lust dies. Um, I don't think it was in the anime, but there, in the, in in Brotherhood, but uh, there is a really fun scene of Lanfan chasing down uh, Envy, and Lan and Envy turns into a dog, and Lanfan is just standing right there staring daggers at it. <laughs> it's pretty it's good. good. Yeah, beginning to think this um, Arakawa lady might be good at manga. Impo- I, I'm always saying this. <laughs> okay, you want to get podcasting? I, I suppose so. Baiting everyone, it's your number one uh, gay zombie love story podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm joined this week by friend of the pod, first time guest Neve. Hey, I'm Neve, aka Cockasidal Maniac. <laughs> oh, me too. Quarantine has turned me into. It'd there's, be like that. There's a, there's a one of my friends. There's this screenshot from like earlier this summer in one of his Discord servers. And it's just him saying the innocent JG JG is there. Jerry J, JG is his name. Sorry to call him out like this. That's okay. The innocent J the innocent JG of 2015 is gone. Is gone. I is I I, I now crave cock and like that's where I'm at. <laughs> Mood. The innocent Sarah of 2015 is gone. Yeah, it's yeah. It'd be like that. It do be like that. Neve, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your history with horror movies? Do you have a favorite subgenre? Tell us everything. I have not seen a ton. Um, I've been. I was getting more into it uh, when we were doing the H chip like uh, movie nights over mm. the summer. It's got that was pretty good. Got to see the witch and whatnot, and uh, fucking uh, lighthouse. Uh, did we watch any others? I can't remember, but yeah. Anyway, parasite kind of. Yeah, you know, it's 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 that one's a real thinker, you know. Yeah. 
It's like, ah, oh, it's the horrors. Maybe it's society. You, you, there's no way of knowing. There really is no way of knowing. There, there, there's no way of knowing. Uh, but yeah, um, this, this is really the only one I've watched like multiple times. Uh, this being, of course, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's, yeah, this is very of the times. It's, it's hard to watch a zombie movie currently. <laughs> a little bit, you know, especially one where, like, say there's like a, there's a background goof where you see, like, a uh, super flu pandemic causing mayhem or something like that. It's like, hmm. Yeah, pandemic unleashed upon world is a newspaper that we see at some point. Yeah, you know, in 2004, it was like, ah, oh, this is such a great escapist fantasy. Uh, nothing yeah. like that will ever happen. Uh, I will always be able to go out to the corner store and just, like, fucking give money to random people on the street. Eating a big bowl, eating a big bowl of cereal and saying, I will never have to worry about a deadly pandemic in my life. <laughs> eating a big bowl of cereal, I was, I will always be able to cheeky Nando's without a mask. Oh, to cheeky Nando's without a mask would be... Ah, oh, that would be a dream. Uh, it's, it's a long gone era, you know? Yep. So we can talk about the movie now. So we, we, this is Shaun of the Dead, the 2004 uh, comedy horror film directed by one Edgar Wright, who is the director of one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, uh, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, that Hot Fuzz, which is, yeah, also one of my all-time favorites, like I, top three for me. One, I one think. of these days I'm going to have to reckon with it being a copaganda movie. And I mean, I, like, you know, at least the main cop is, like, someone who actually likes to follow rules and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it, it, he is so good at following rules that he gets kicked off of his job. It's like, yeah, uh, you're, you're making us look bad. You're, you aren't murdering another, enough unarmed people. Yeah, but it's still, you know, one day I'll have to yeah. reckon with that, but that day is well, probably coming soon. May, may, maybe the concept of, like, policing is inherently flawed, but uh, yeah. we can problematize that later. Yeah, we can we can we can problematize that later, and we can just do the funny. I suppose yes, I suppose uh, <laughs> exchange. <laughs> oh God! Uh, but we didn't watch Hot Fuzz. We watched we watched Shaun of the Dead, which is a movie that I have seen once in my life, like ten. I've years seen ago? it like two, three, four times, I think. Hot but Fuzz. it's sorry, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say I've seen Hot Fuzz a hell of a lot of times. I've seen this once. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Hot Fuzz is definitely my favorite of the trilogy. Um, I never saw World's End. I, I like it. I know. I know some people aren't as high on it, but like I, I think it's a good movie, and I enjoyed watching it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have our main character of Sean, who lives in a flat with his uh, best. Sean is Simon Pegg, and his best buddy Ed, his very, his very heterosexual, who has a very, who he has a very heterosexual relationship with. Of you Nick know. Frost, played by Ed, who is a lack, who is a, a lackabout who loves to just sit around and play video games and do nothing. He's a gamer, you know. He's, he's, a gamer. he's just he's just here, like he uh, does have, and he has a heated gaming moment in this movie. He did, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh, two thousand four was a. I was gonna say it's a different time, but like even if it was a different time, you should not, like I don't know that should not be in the vernacular I mean, of two thousand four. Yeah. I mean, it fits the character who's a dipshit, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the frustrating thing. But uh, Sean is an electronic salesman in uh, London, and he mm -hmm. is he leads a very unfulfilling life because his roommate, his best friend roommate, who he's in love with, is uh, a gamer who does nothing but game all day. Yeah, he's friggin', he's, he's a friggin'. 
He's freaking gaming over here. Yeah, he's he's freaking gaming over here. He's can't like, you, can't you see he's gaming over here? Yeah. It's like, don't talk to me until I've cleared this level. Because don't talk, you know, don't, you don't don't talk to me. I I I'm close to leveling up, and you. Look I was like just about to make that joke. Points. I hate that shit so much. I see it so often. That is like you know how like that guy with like the the faded tr- the green uh, t shirt and the the faded triforce design on it. You know how that guy yep. was like always the coolest guy and nicest guy in your school. Absolutely, like absolute opposite for the you look like just enough at exp. Yeah, <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was always the guy who's like, you know, I never I never watched like the nostalgia critic growing up, but then like I caught like com- a couple of his things, his videos, like. Later in life, it's like, ah, oh, so that's what that dude was always ripping off. Yeah. That's where that guy's entire sense of humor came from. Uh, you're kind of calling me out a little bit here. <laughs> hey, listen, who, whomst among us, you know? At least at least I had better t-shirts. I, I didn't know what memes were until, like, 2011, and I called them YouTube references for, like, a year. Oh, Because I was I, stupid. I also called them uh, memes, or memes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Oh, classic! I'd be like, you know, hey, have you heard this one? All your bases belong to us. You know, that's, that's I came up with that YouTube video. Uh, and I would, I would also make a lot of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series references. Fuck yes, dude! Exactly. <laughs> that was that was my shit when I was like in a uh, freshman year in high school. It's not good. It, it's you know maybe it's not good per se, but you know sometimes you know. You know, sometimes you do a funny rap parody of uh, Eminem, and, you know, you just have a little giggle at that. Yeah, two Dark Magician girls go around the outside. Yeah. You know, you do you do the funny, like, attention duelists in, uh, in America, and you have a big laugh, because laughing is when yeah. you recognize something. And you say, screw the rules, I have money, and you say, oh, ho, ho, that's so funny, and I wish, I hope he says that in every episode of this, of this five billion... I hope he never stops saying it. Is, is Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series still going? I need to figure this out. I think out. it might be. Hold on. I need to, I need to figure this out. I, I fucking hate you, little Karibo. <laughs> when will <laughs> the British be stopped? This guy fucking, he, he, tr- he actually fucking sucks, like, as a person. <laughs> oh, that blows. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Come on, give me Wikipedia. I need you to tell me what the latest what the latest Yu Gi Oh the Abridged series <laughs> episode is. Okay, no, I think it is over. Possibly, it's it's impossible to say because the last episode was uploaded in 2018. Well, you know, 2018 that was like earlier this year. So. <laughs> At the end of the episode, there was a, a there was a there was a title card that said "Final Season Coming 2019." But as of 2020, no new episodes have been produced, mainly due to Litter Karibo's poor health. Uh, it's, it's a trick. Is he unwell? I I think he might be. I don't know. I, I've I like followed his Facebook page for like way longer than I probably should. And like he, he does seem like he's had like some like health struggles. Yeah. True. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, anyways, we're, we're way too, we're way too off the beaten path now, so. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is a duelist in, uh, fuck, it'd be really funny if I could remember the name of the city that they live in. Uh, Domino City, I think, in the dub. Is it Domino City? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Pretend I made that joke. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wow, I'm I'm laughing at it so hard. Oh, it's a great joke. I'm so proud of it. 
Um, uh, and he's got a bad job. No one respects him. Uh, his roommate, who is not his boyfriend of, of Nick Frost, uh, hates them both because, uh, because, uh, because Ed is always slacking off and doing fucking nothing and is a terrible housemate. And Simon Pegg is like, I care him. I've known him since first grade. I've been in love with yeah. him for, for fifty years, buddy. Come on, you know he's a gamer. Like? Come on. Yeah, and then and then this uh, his other roommate Pete is it? I think yeah. Pete, Pete. played uh, by uh, Pete Serafinowicz, I think. Peter Serafinowicz, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, remember that night we got drunk on apple schnapps and played Tekken two together? And hearing a, I just love hearing actual factual video games. Exactly. All the you know, time. They, they know what they're talking about. They do. You know, Simon Pegg is definitely a gamer. Oh, for sure. Uh, but, so he goes to his job, and it sucks, and we get all this stuff in the background of, like, uh, this is happening, hey, uh, well, the movie opens in a pub, and we, we meet our, our core cast of characters, we meet, we meet, we meet, um, Sean and Ed, and we meet, uh, Sean's girlfriend, Liz, and then her two flatmates, uh, Di and David, Diana and David? Yeah, played by, uh, Lucy Davis from, uh, the UK version of The Office, and, uh, Dylan Moran. Uh, do I know those two? They looked familiar. Yeah, well, Dylan Moran's just like one of those guys who's like in every like British TV show because they like, they don't have a very deep stable over there. D- uh, D- Dylan Moran kind of just looks like like bargain yeah. bin John Oliver. A little bit, yeah. Bargain bin Irish John Oliver. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking. Through yeah, it. I'm, I'm sorry. This is this episode is going to be a lot of me like showing my ass in regards to like how deep being a tea like, yeah, like, literally, like, I think I got, like, my parents are both, like, Gen X Anglophiles. They're, like, they're all into that stuff, and it they pass it down to me, and it, so in order to, like, seem cool, I have to pretend I don't, like, know all this stuff. I have to be like, <laughs> no, I I haven't seen every episode of Blackadder. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I like American television. And, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you're also a Beatles liker. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, you <laughs> know, my, you know, my, my parents happen to own like multiple Oasis fanzines and I, you know, maybe I read all of them of my own volition, but how did you, uh, how, you did you feel, how did you feel about the Oasis block party tiff? I feel like you're a person I can ask about that. Uh, you mean Oasis blur? No, Oasis block. They had a row, they had a row with block party also. <laughs> Oh, I, di- I didn't know about that one. Yeah, that at, was... one of the, at one of the stage shows, uh, the, the, the Oasis brothers had, like, a, a spat and, uh, uh, like, walked off stage. And, uh, like, uh, Kelly Okareki, the lead singer of Black Party, walked out on stage and was like, oh, yeah, those inbred twins are fucking, are fucking <laughs> off. <laughs> and that started, like, a fight between them, I guess. I, I mean... <laughs> you know what? He's right to say it. Go off. Yeah, you me. know what? I, I can't fault him on that one. He, he, he was kind of uh, right on the money. What's Kelly? What's Kelly up to these days? I'm not sure. Didn't did Block Party break up? I feel like I read that somewhere. Uh, I there's a hold on. I, <laughs> I'm looking at Kelly O'Connor's <laughs> feud with Oasis subheading on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Let's go. That's that's always a subheader you want to see. So I I so the the Gallagher's called Block Party a band off University Challenge and and <laughs> said they, and said they were indie shit. Uh, 
uh, Okureki said, I think Oasis are the most overrated and pernicious band of all time. They had a totally negative and dangerous impact on the state of British music. They have made stupidity hip. They claim to be inspired by the Beatles, but, and this saddens me, they failed to grasp that the Beatles were about constant change and evolution. Oasis are respective Luddites. Uh, I mean, speaking, speaking as like, you know, sort of a, sort of a person who's quietly sort of been a fan of their music my whole life. He's not wrong. <laughs> okay, here's the, uh, uh, the, uh, when, uh, so they were they were double, they were like uh Black Party was uh opening for a show that I think that uh um, Oasis was headlining um, right. but Oasis canceled their slot dur- uh no 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 okay they were both just doing it sh- they were just both doing a show and Oasis canceled their their show in the middle of Black Party set uh and then uh Russell Lissack the bassist started just playing a bit of uh Supersonic uh, Hell yeah! And then uh, Kelly said he he dedicated the song "Mercury" to the Oasis fans who quote really really wanted to see those inbred twins. <laughs> and then he said, "So I guess by default we are headlining." You know that's that's one way to do it. <laughs> okay, so Sean, that's a dead. long con, so you can end up. Yeah, I, I guess we watched a movie or something. Yeah, we did. Um, so we we just get the, this day in the life of uh, of Sean going through his daily life, and we see like all these like little hints of things being very wrong. He's like flipping around the yeah. TV, he's seeing it in the papers, and it's just all like it's all it's all. Uh, he turns on the TV, and there's Morrissey going, "There's a zombie outbreak happening," yeah. and that's <laughs> stuff good. like that. Yeah, um, I don't know why I'm talk. I, I'm saying like more britishy words right now like i never would say a row like regularly <laughs> oh my god if you're having a bit of a row <laughs> fuck off <laughs> gonna pop down to the shops all right for you're all, crisps. all right thanks for thanks for listening. all right bye <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah he he goes about his day and his girlfriend liz is like hey you are a shitty boyfriend and you fucking I, suck you do nothing you you're more in love with your best friend than you are with me which is not to be homophobic but you know what he's you know what i i i uh I'm points saying, were made i'm saying gay wrong she's saying gay wrongs on this one yeah uh, canceling liz for this one yeah um but so he goes through his day and he's like, oh, I got to set this up. I got to make this. Uh, I, I made the reservations at this uh, bar, right? The, the Or not this bar, this restaurant. The, the restaurant, the fancy restaurant that he promised to uh, yeah. take her to. Yep. And then uh, they do not. Uh, they, they can't seat him. Uh, they, he just like tries to call him and they're like, oh, nope, sorry, just gave away our last table. And then they immediately hang up on him. Mm hmm. Um, it's not great customer service, but maybe that's just how it is over there. Yeah, listen, you know? sometimes listen when you're when you're absolutely swamped with customers. Sometimes you just say, "Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Jog on," and then you do. That, that, <laughs> that's true. Customers have no rights, and you know if you're across the pond, you say, "Oh, I jog on," <laughs> and then you do a little peace sign, and then stick your tongue out and do a raspberry, and then it looks like you're eating someone out, kind of. Yeah. Um. The the next day, uh, Simon Pegg is talking to. Uh, they're all just talking because. Uh, uh, well, Nick Frost gets broken up with, right? This is this is when Sean gets broken up with. Well, Sean gets broken up with, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, and then he's like, "Oh, this sucks. I I guess I'll go home and dance to house music with my buddy with my yeah with, electro with, specifically. With yeah. You know. Um. It's the and, second record he ever bought. Yeah. 
uh, I don't know what the second is. record I ever bought was, so don't ask me what think, mine I'm was. I'm trying to think what mine was. I think my first was... The first one that I bought for myself was Creed's uh, Man of Clay, or whatever that album's called. Let's go. Mine I, was... Um, I think... I'm pretty sure the first one I bought with my own money, that wasn't just like me telling my mom, hey, I want this record that has Pokemon on it. Uh-huh. Like, I, I'm pretty sure my first like actual album was uh, Icky Thump by The White Stripes. Uh, speaking of Block Party, one, I think my second album that I purchased for myself may actually well have been Block Party's Intimacy. There we go. You know, tying it all together. Yeah, exactly. Themes and shit or whatever. So we we have that montage of like them at the pub together, and uh-huh. they're just sort of being miserable. Yeah. And uh, Ed's telling the stories about like the guys who are in the mafia, allegedly. And the uh, he talks about me, because he says, he mentions the lady who's a cockasidal maniac. <laughs> Ah, oh, God. We have all been turned into cockasidal maniacs by 2020. Yeah. It, it's gonna happen. You know, it's... Yeah. Joe Biden is president now. He's gonna make it happen. Joe Biden is gonna make it not only legal, but mandatory to suck dick every day. <laughs> it's like, well, you know what? I don't agree with his policies, but I gotta respect him for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god joe <laughs> joe Biden just going up on the stage and saying now listen listen here jim uh, here's you, the facts jack listen here jack you've got a you the, gl- the glizzy guzzlers no longer in office so we must ask ourselves what guzzles what glizzies can we guzzle for our country not what guzzles can our country glizzy for us <laughs> you know jack so get up there and get sucking and fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, me, me neither. I was going to. I was trying to think of a context in which he would say the word "sloppy toppy." But <laughs> oh, I got a sloppy toppy from my friend Corn Pop back in the day. <laughs> Corn Pop when I was a little kid, kid I, saw, I saw two clowns in an alleyway giving each other sloppy toppy, and my dad pulled me aside and said, "Joey, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> You're going to make other people do that one day by law." <laughs> You're gonna make every single one of these days, Joey. You're gonna make every single person in the United States suck the soul out of each other while wearing clown costumes. Joey, one of these days, you're gonna force fem the entire nation. <laughs> I assume that's what his book "Promise Me, Dad" was about. <laughs> You got me on that one. <laughs> oh my! Well, it's God. it's funny because it's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, like seven years ago. I I knew Joe Biden would become president someday, and so I said, "Well, I guess I got. I guess I better get my start. I guess I get a better yeah. get a head start." Yeah, you got to get your head start. You know. Yeah, before he- force femming comes for us. <laughs> you know, under Joe Biden's femboy America, you know, we're all gonna have to. You know, you want to be ahead of the curve on that one. You don't want to <laughs> be boy, like... Fi- Fanboy Fridays every day. It's like, you got all these chumps figuring out, like, uh, what shade of pink should I be wearing? It's like, no, yeah, I've, how, I've how, already got that shit unlocked. How racist should... What, what level of racist <laughs> femboy should I be? <laughs> how racist do I need to be to survive in Joe Biden's <laughs> Fanboy America? <laughs> Take your time. Oh, I didn't open a window. It's warm in here. <laughs> blasting myself with the fan for a minute. Oh my goodness. Holy shit. 
Oh my god, Joe Biden's fanboy America. I'm stunned that Trump didn't run with that as his like opposing thing. <laughs> uh, I I was about to do a Kennedy voice because I don't have a Trump either. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It's like I will uh, fucking... I will feminize every boy, girl, and anything <laughs> else in this country. And that's why Lee Harvey Oswald—that's uh, why uh, Lee Harvey Oswald put a bullet in me. I'm glad they're bringing back back Clone High. <laughs> oh, what is the over under on JFK saying fanboy on the new Clone High? <laughs> I need the I need the I need the odds spread. I have to make a bet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let, let me know if you find out. Cause... <laughs> Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Where were we? Hey. Hey, uh, I like the shape of your bussy. <laughs> Damn, your ass fat. <laughs> What's your pronouns? <laughs> Damn, your bussy tight as hell. What's your pronouns? <laughs> How racist are you? <laughs> Last time I've laughed this hard on a podcast. I'm glad I could be here. <laughs> Drink some water and pray Neve says nothing funny while I'm sippy. Um. Sorry, cum's not funny. <laughs> no, it isn't. I appreciate you not saying anything funny while I was sippy. Yeah. <laughs> So where were, how did we get into the tangent of Joe Biden's femboy America? You know, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. He's going to decree, he's going to declare with executive order. Oh, because, because I, because I mentioned the caucasidal maniac and yes, then, yes. yeah, they're in the pub, they're in the pub and they're like, ah, life sucks. I hate it. And then they go out and there's people in the street and like, there's zombie people eating each other in the background. Yeah. And they do like a, a call and response with uh, with some guy in the street, but uh, and I don't know the song, but it, to me it's the equivalent of the and then you point to someone else for the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the the my personal favorite of the the one where she's like the bird turning in a circle and it's like yeah, God. So they go to they go home and Pete Peter Pete their roommate yells at them for being because he has to go into work the next day because all of his pe- all of his uh, coworkers are calling out sick and he also got mugged by a quote a couple of crackhead crackheads who took a bite out of him. Yeah, I I, I love his line reads in this scene like it it's it might maybe the thing that stayed with me most from the yeah. movie because he like, he stomps out. I didn't stop to ask them. <laughs> Um, he stomps out there and, like, chucks the, the record they're listening to out the uh, Do you think that's gonna come up later? No, not at all. No, Simon, no. Or, uh, Edgar Wright famously does not love to do, uh... You know, foreshadowing, brick jokes, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, I guess, like, the, the, the way I always consider Edgar Wright jokes is, like, it's a call and response, but the call is, like, an hour before the response. Like, that's yeah. all that's all Hot Fuzz is. Like, the, the one that... Like, oh, you know, totally. The the fascist hag joke with the with the, the crossword puzzle. Like, that that joke is a call, and then an hour and a half later, when Simon Pegg shoots her... Yeah, exactly. Says, that, that's the response. Getting to think this guy might be good at movies. I'm starting to have that consideration myself. Um, so it's the morning, and there's zombies everywhere. Uh-oh. Yep. 
we get like a rhyming sh- uh, tracking shot of him going to the uh, the shops, as they say over there. Yeah, the shops, the 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 corner, the the they don't say bodega there, probably. Yeah, I I don't know what they call it. It's pro- but- it's probably something like really bad. Yeah, gross. Uh, There's a snack in this movie called hog lumps. There there is a repeatedly referenced snack in this movie called hog lumps. Uh, hog no, lumps, thank you. Hog lumps is like that's the that's the fake um that that's um that's my knockoff of the fucking um god damn it okay I was gonna make a hay riddle riddle joke because they have a thing called swan lumps uh hog lumps is my uh that's my knockoff of goosebumps. <sighs> Uh, does not sound appealing. I, I'm sure it's just like pork rinds or something, but why would you call it that? Yeah. You know, hog lump pee wet. No, thank you. Hog lump pee wet. Oh, God. Don't make me think of a, don't make me think of a smack barm pee wet. <clears throat> I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the pee, I think I'd fuck one of those up. A smack you know, barm? It's, yeah. It's, you know, it's just a, it's just a giant, like, fry in a, and a bun, you know? Okay, yeah. What's not to like? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I know, it is like, it is very sort of like Muffy Sis the Carbs, but you know, that's just, that's just the kind of life I like to live. Yep. <clears throat> so he's like, alright, uh, so there's some zombos in our backyard. We gotta take care of those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's go out back and see, because they like think that she's just, they think that there's just, like a drunk girl in their backyard and th- yeah. that she's trying to like, just like pin Sean to the ground and fuck him. Uh, and they, he, they shove her back and she falls onto like an umbrella stand and gets like absolutely just sliced, just, just impaled through the tummy on it. <laughs> but then she stands up and keeps walking. So they're just like, uh, and then another guy shows up in the yard and they're like, okay, uh, let's go back inside. Pay attention to the news. News said aim for the head. All right, let's go out there and just throw a bunch of things at them for five minutes. <laughs> there's a, there's a really good, uh, there, there's a really good, um, the scene with the records. Yeah, because they pull out a bunch of records and they're like, oh, wait, okay, don't throw that one. Purple Rain? No, don't throw Purple it. Purple Rain, Sign of the Times, Batman soundtrack, throw that one. By dire Straits, toss it. Yeah. So, my, 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 and I think my dad's favorite joke in the movie when they, when they get stone roses and they do like Second Coming, it's like, oh, I like it. And it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, Second Coming, you know, might not be aware if you're not into that sort of scene of music, but uh, it was a album that uh, people were waiting a lot on and uh, it was a, Famously a big disappointment, and, uh, you know, but there's people like, uh, my dad, who are defenders of it, who are always trying to, you know, carry on that torch that it's good, actually. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Just my little tangent there, because, because, again, I'm, I'm showing my ass with my, uh, yeah, you gotta England be, brain listen, worms. Listen, you gotta do your shit. So, they, they take care of the two zombos in their backyard. Mm-hmm. And then they go in and they decide to formulate a plan. The first plan that they come up with is to well, because 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 Sean's mom calls Barbara, and it's it's Harriet Jones, MP from Doctor Who, naturally. Uh, and also, you said she was someone from Spaced, which I didn't watch all of. I think she, I think she might have been the Lion Lady from Spaced. I'd have to check that. Okay, but I don't feel like checking it right now. She's she's just one of those like British actresses that you see in like everything. So, I feel like a lot yeah. of British a- I feel like a lot of British actors and actresses are just those British a- British actors and actresses that you see in everything. Exactly. Like like I said, they don't have a very deep stable over there, you know. Right. right. It's, it's it's just one island whereas here we have like a bunch of islands. So Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've always seen the United States as 50 discrete islands. <laughs> you know, so have I actually. Mhm. 
Um, so we are, we, we make our plan. The first plan is to, uh, go over to, to mom's house to kill stepdad because he seems to be getting zombified, uh, mm-hmm. and then go to Liz's place and wait for everything to blow over and have a cup of tea. And you got like the, like the whippy sort of, uh, yeah. like Edgar Wright montage cuts thing. Yep. And then I don't, there... I don't know film words. I'm not very smart. No, I, I know what you mean though. Um, and then they're like, wait, no, that won't work. We need somewhere we can, like, easily escape from. Okay, so we'll come back here, and they do the same thing again, and they get, like, more callous with how they kill, uh, (laughs) how they kill Bill Nye, who is, uh, Sean's stepdad each time. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. It's fucked up that his name is, like, two, his last name is two syllables. Yeah. Bill Nye. Nye. The the English just needs to be stopped. Yeah, really. Preferably, like, I don't know, like, 300 years ago, but, like, you know, better late than never, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, the, uh, and then they're like, okay, well, the final, sol- here's our, here's our solution. We've got, we're gonna go, we're gonna go kill dad, uh, pick up mom, go grab Liz and friends, go to the pub, and have a drink and wait for everything to blow over. Okay, let's, one, two, three, break. And so they set off, and they get into Pete's car. That, well, no, they, they, they fucking, they, they find Pete in the shower, right? Like, yeah, he's Simon just Pegg's wandering like, oh. around in the shower. Uh, Sean's like, oh, I gotta take a piss. And then he goes upstairs, and, um, uh, Mr., uh, Pete's up there, and he's definitely zombified. And, yeah. And, uh, Sean's just like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go now. Uh, they get in the car, and they drive off, and they fuck I off. I don't want to look at your dick anymore. Yeah. They fuck off to mom's. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, we see we see mom, who is Barbara Penelope Wilton, and we get Philip, the dad, the stepdad, who is decidedly not Sean's dad. Um, no, he's not his dad. He's not, and he looks he looks like he he looks like shit. He's on his he's on his way out, but he's still like human for now. Mm-hmm. Though growing less and less, uh, though growing though growing less and less, uh, less and less. So, by the way. Hmm. Uh, I mean, that's just how they age over there, you know. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's just what old people in Britain look like. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that old people over here look much better, but, you know, it's no, more old, sort of a... No, but old people over here look like Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, they're they're always, like, remembering their stories about their friend Corn Pop. Yeah. God rest his soul. That's, uh, that's, that's what's always happening to... That's what's always happening with my grandparents, who are old. Yeah, and they get, like... They get really fixated on trying to force fem people. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> Our most controversial episode yet. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen so much in the UK because you know, like you know, there's a lot of the, the transphobia there is much right, more overt. Right, the ter- the terms will never let it, the terms will never yeah. let Jeremy Corbyn force there, there's like <laughs> There's 50 op-eds in the uh, the Guardian saying like, ah, oh, here's here's why the force femming should be stopped. Yeah, by a fucking by, turf war by, crime, by McAllister. Yeah, <laughs> Baronet racism the third. <laughs> okay. But so they they go they they decide okay we gotta go pick up Liz uh let's mm-hmm. all get let's all get in the car uh but they get um uh so 
Ed managed to crash the car while it was fully parked, um, and so they have you to... You know, Popity's nerfed. Popity is, in fact, nerfed, but... You know, sometimes you crash your car, and, uh, uh, it's because Sean's dad just happens to have a much cooler car. Right, yeah, and, uh, right. You know, that's, you know, silver linings to these things, you know, you crash your car, and then you get to drive a better one. Right. But they all uh, go and get in the, the the jag, uh, and but then they get attacked by zombos, and uh, Philip gets bitten, and like right in the jugular. Oh, we I, I forgot we forgot to mention like uh, Sean and Ed do do high shovel at one point. Oh yes, they do high shovel. They they like they like bash the shit out of the two zombies in their backyard <laughs> with a shovel and a a, a, a cricket bat, and uh, then they do high shovel afterwards to celebrate. They're ahead of their time, you know. They really were. Predicted so much. Yeah. So, uh, now's when they're uh, going to Liz's place, right? Yep, and they're playing heavy metal in the car, or punk or something. I don't, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to catch it. And, uh, uh Philip keeps yelling about it, uh, and telling, turn it off, turn it off. Uh, and there's, like, this really, he starts, like, being like, okay, I'm definitely dying now. So, Sean, I, I've always loved you. I, I, I came into your life when you were 12, and I didn't, you'd already grown up so much. I just tried to do the best that I could by you. Uh, it's like tears in the rain, time to die. Blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sean starts crying and is like, oh, he's dead. And then, uh, Barbara mom turns around and is like, no, he's not. And then he starts, he comes back and is like zombie, zombieing things. And everyone's like, okay, get out of the car, get out of the car. Despite the fact that, like, like, I feel like they could have easily just kicked him out of the car, but the heat of the moment, some things happen. Yeah. Um, but in this, in the struggle. Plus he had the child locks on. Oh yeah. You're going to have a, it's going to be a pain in the ass to get his door open. Uh, in the struggle, the radio gets flipped on, and when they're all out of the car, except for uh, except for uh, Philip, who's the last one left in there, um, they're like, "Oh, Barbara is like, oh, I gotta save him." And Simon Pegg is like, "There, there's not a single thing left in that man. That is, who, there, that that man is not your husband." And at the, as soon as he says that, uh, Philip re- zombie Philip reaches up and turns off the punk music that he hated. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Got a good, got a good out loud laugh from me on that one. Some good, some good jokes in this uh, comedy movie. Yeah. Um. So they, uh, they, they go to, they go, uh, to, um, uh, they go to Liz's place and they steal, uh, Liz and David and Diane, and they're like, "All right, let's go to the pub. Let's go drive." Or wait, no, they're they're not driving anymore. They have to, they have to walk through like these backwoods and. Is this, right. is this when we get the very funny scene of that? Of yeah, the, the goof with uh, Jessica Hines yeah. from uh, Space showing up with Martin Freeman. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's and, the... And the, the sort of mirrored squad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. They all just look like the... They, they all just look like the... They're like mirror images of each other, and they're just like, oh, hey, you, uh, you on your way then. Uh, okay, cool. They just like cross paths, and we get like this real fun shot of like... All of the characters who were—it's like that one episode of Recess where they have to like play kickball against the team yes. that's the exact same as them. Yeah, exactly. It's a good joke that I'm sure we did a lot of justice by uh, just sort of describing right yeah. here. Listen, everyone knows that the funniest way to hear a joke is to have it explained to you, and the second funniest is to have someone tell you the the content of the joke on a podcast. Uh, so, th- so that's why those guys were always really into the sn- nostalgia critic. <laughs> I guess I see the appeal now. Well, that's that's actually pretty genius. Get my ass. I'm doing the face of I'm monkey. Nobody care me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what, what is... What happens next? 
Oh yeah, it, it's the scene where they're like in the fucking like bat like the it's like a playground or someone's just backyard or something. Uh-huh. And and we get the shot of him uh, like walking up the slide ladder. Yeah. Check if the coast uh, is this, clear. And this is well they they they're walking past like what seems to be one of Barbara's friends' houses and they're like, "Oh, I mm-hmm. wonder if uh if Barbara and Nigel if- still live here." And, uh, then she, like, the next time that there's a, uh, like, uh, an ensemble shot, they're like, wait, is everyone here? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's five of us. And they're like, wait, mom? Where's mom? <laughs> and she gets, like, and tackled then... through a fence by a zombo. And she gets bit here, but we don't find that out till later. Yeah. And then they they fight the, uh, the zombie with the, uh, tetherball. Yes. Pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, one of the, uh, Diana gives, Diane gives, uh, gives Sean a tetherball pole and is like, here, fight him with this. And he starts, like, swinging <laughs> it. Hits them with the, the tetherball. With, ten- with the tether, with the, with the tennis ball that's on the end of the rope. And he's like, oh, this isn't working. And then, uh, <laughs> this sucks. Liz and Di are both just like, stab him. <laughs> and so he stabs it. Um, so they, then, then there's a really good gag of like, Simon Pegg being like, everyone stay where you are. I'm going to go, I'm going to do a quick lookout, survey the area. And he like climbs up the three steps on the ladder that is connected to a plastic slide. <laughs> and it, it doesn't pan up either. It, it just shows you his thighs. <laughs> and then he goes back down and they're like, is, it, is the coast clear? And he's like, no. Nope. And they're like, all right, let's all do zombies. We're, we are going to pretend to be zombies and just walk through them. That classic gambit that always works. And it works. It does work. They get to the pub, but the pub's locked and they can't get in. So mm-hmm. they they break a window and they scurry inside and uh, Simon Pegg is like, I'll distract them. You guys all go do what you're going to do. And uh, and his his plan just seems to be like running. Yeah. It just works out, you know? It works. Some it just works. Work. Some things simply work. Yeah. You know, if I were trying to run a diversion for my friends, get into the pub, I would simply just run around yelling and uh, not get caught. Uh-huh. And to me, it's quite obvious. Oh, uh, back to where we were. So Simon Pegg, Sean runs around the block and ch- makes the zombie chase, and they all go inside. And they like they have a they have a, an, a couple of arguments about inconsequential things about like what yeah. what's going to happen. David's being the worst. Yep, David's being an absolute prick. Um, the, or a twat, as they say. Yeah, right. How could I forget that they say twat in the United Kingdom? That, that's so weird because you feel like it would be reversed, like the way we say it and the way they say it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard the UK. I feel like I've heard British people say "prick" a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Bit of a prick, isn't it? Bit of a prick, isn't he? Bit of a prickly fella. <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> it's it's never. Ra- I'm right, peeved. It's, it's it's never racist to do an Italian accent, but it is obnoxious to do a British accent. <laughs> Why is that, Gov? <laughs> I will kick you from this podcast. No, I'm just trying to... Do uh, not test... Uh, do, Nim, do not fucking test. <laughs> Alright. You know, I, I... It would it would be very awkward if I got kicked off in my inaugural episode. It would so. be very awkward if you got kicked off in your inaugural episode. You're on thin fucking ice. I'm just gonna, just gonna uh, make a note in my uh, notes here, you know. Uh, British accent, bad, but uh, femboy Biden, good. <laughs> No, 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 okay, no, no. Before we before we move on from British accents entirely, I want you to give me Boris Johnson's uh, femboy decree. We have a new decree for the forced feminization of 
Labour, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I haven't heard him talk in that, a while. That's that's that, that's really just what every turf thinks that is happening. <laughs> turfs are turfs are gonna like find this podcast and be like, finally, someone is talking about. Finally, finally, <laughs> the conspiracy is true. What do they? What do they call us? Gra? They admit it. They love to call us like gras or whatever the fuck it is. It's something fucking stupid like that. Yeah, it's like, but they're just gonna be like, finally, the gras admit their plan. Joe Biden is a plant to make everybody. <laughs> they're gonna be like, I think you should leave. Oh my god, he admitted. <laughs> and th- they will use that pronoun also because yeah. they they don't they are transphobic. Yeah, they do not respect us. They do not respect us and our genders. Uh, so they get into yeah. the pub. David's being a prick, but uh, Sean comes back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have to like start barricading because well the 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 grid the power's off but the grid comes back on so the power's on they're like okay we can turn on the TV and shit let's go flip some breakers so Sean goes into the basement turns on the wrong breakers because the jukebox and the video game thing start playing and it attracts zombos um, mm-hmm. and Queen Don't Stop Me Now starts playing and they start uh beating, the best scene in the movie they start beating the shit out of the zombie bar tent bar owner with pool cues while, like to the beat of Don't Stop Me Now it's so good and it goes on for so long and it's so funny it does there's like no force between a- behind any of their hits like you're smacking <laughs> it's, it's so clearly just like it's just like it's, it's like you diegetically you feel like they were paying more attention to being on beat than like actually hitting with force. Yeah, I, I feel I, I feel like they would have done more damage with pool, with pool noodles swinging hard, or even even just like a like a pool ball. You know, you just put that in your hand and like uh-huh. bash away with it. Like I don't know, like sort of the opposite of brass knuckle would be like a brass palm. Yeah, I think. Um. The the yeah. The uh, but they kill the bartender owner by how do they kill him? Uh, they oh yeah they they shove his head in the uh, fruit machine. Oh yeah, or no the right. jukebox yeah. Oh that yeah yeah the jukebox the fruit machine. <laughs> I I think that's what they're called. <laughs> that's what, like that's what Joe Biden is calling the the machine that force fed. <laughs> Listen here, Jack. I went to San Francisco in the seventies. Saw a whole bunch of fruit machines <laughs> over there. <laughs> The most cancelled podcast I've ever done. <laughs> well, listen, we're getting the truth out, you know? I think this is hard-hitting journalism. Right, we've, right. Joe Biden... We've discovered some, like, important policy movements that uh, Joe Biden and Boris Johnson, of all people, yeah. are both honing in on. You know, we're blowing the lid off this thing. Yeah. Uh, in, in 2013, uh, I was a regular cisgender boy, but then I was put through a fruit machine and it gave me dysphoria. <laughs> <laughs> Sis and het children get put in the fruit machine to atone for their crimes. <laughs> so, they fight that guy off, but then the zombos start coming in waves, right? Because the zombies start breaking into the place, and they're like, alright, we got this yeah. gun, we're gonna start shooting everything. Uh, unfortunately, Mom is going bad, and uh, she's like, "Hey, uh, Liz, here, here's the necklace that uh, my that Sean's real dad, not his stepdad, gave to me. I want his real dad. <laughs> yeah, I want you to have it. Uh, and now, now I'm gonna die. But Sean, Sean's like, "No, Mom, you can't. I, I won't let you." And he tells David, "I won't let you shoot her." And like, that's the this is the one thing David does good in this movie. Yeah, although in typical David fashion, he's doing it in, t- in entirely the wrong way. Right. Because it just makes everyone mad, and they have a big standoff yeah. about, like, uh, David is in love with Liz, and, you know, 
Got, uh, fucking Diana's got, like, the, uh, broken glass that Ed gives her. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, and, but then she, Mom goes zombie mode, and Sean is like, alright, I guess I have to do it. I, it's time, it's a good yeah. day to be done what has to be done by me. Sean. <laughs> Sean of the dead. Sean of the dead. <laughs> Sean Freeman. Gordon of the dead's brother. <laughs> Sean Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I haven't watched Full Life Consequences in way too long. Full Metal Alchemist, full... Wait, fuck. Fuck, I fucked that up. Okay, Half Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Consequences. Full Metal Consequences. Or Full (laughs) Life Consequences, whatever the fuck. I I mean, Ed did face some Full Metal Consequences. Yeah, because Ed Ed said, okay, today I will give myself to the zombies, and just, like, opens the window and says, alright, I'm going... You know, I was I was referring to Edward Elric, but yes, that does also happen. Oh, not Ed. Uh, David. Sorry, David. Yeah, um, and uh, he, you know, gets pulled through the window. They uh, rip his tummy guts out. It's yeah. not good to see. Uh, but they uh, the 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 people in the bar, the two people in the bar, are like, oh, let's grab his legs, and then they just get his legs. <laughs> yank his legs off. And then Diana's like, well, I guess it's my turn to die. Also, bye. <laughs> I believe there's a DVD extra uh-huh. that like where like it it's like an animated thing where it, like it reveals afterwards that like she managed to survive with his leg that's, through the whole thing. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty great. You know, I've I've long said that the best weapon to have in a zombie apocalypse to me would be the leg of a table, but the leg of a human also works, I think. I mean, the leg of a human, you know, you can run with that thing, you know, if one of your legs get tired, <laughs> you can just sort of like pop that yeah. on there, start running with that leg. <laughs> Do your own three-legged race. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like, if you need some comic relief, you can just pretend it's like your giant dick. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's like, um, morale's pretty low, I guess. Like, I guess we'll just pretend this is a giant dick. Yeah. And then you laugh, and then you're you're up, up and at him again. Yeah. And it's great. And then you, like, you hold, you, like, hold the giant dick up like you're about to pee, and then you, like, squirt some mustard out of a bottle at the end of it. <laughs> It's like ah, and the zombies, you know, they're they're laughing so hard at that they're <laughs> they, not they, concerned with like they, they, getting you. Yeah, anymore. the zombies just explode and die. Um, so the Sean and Liz and uh, uh, Ed are all are the only three left, and they're like hiding behind the bars. All the zombies swarm in. They don't have many bullets left because Ed left the bullets on the bar, which Simon, which Sean just set on fire. Yeah, and they start popping off like a like what Vulcan does in a Metal Gear Solid Three. Uh, don't know Metal Gear Solid Three. I, I oh, well, uh, he, he, he's got, like, the lightning powers, and then he just holds bullets in his hands and shoots them with his lightning powers. It's a good game. It, it, I should play that game. It, it's, it's probably the best gameplay-wise of, like, the original four, I think. Uh-huh. I, I've played, I've played the, I've played the Twin Snakes, I've played Subsistence, I have not, er, no, Substance is the Metal Gear Solid 2 one, and then Subsistence I have not played. Right. What if it was the Twin Snakes? I mean that it basically is like like yeah. like snake is just an old snake is just like an old twink. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, I'm trying to become a bear, but I don't think I can pull it off. He was a twink, but now he's not. Snake is not a twink. <laughs> it's like brother, you got all the recessive. <laughs> I got all the recessive bear genes, and you got all the <laughs> the dominant twink genes. That's not true. It's the other way around. Yeah. Well, you know, canonically, it is true. Liquid, liquid you know? does have the twink genes. Yeah, he does. But he's mistaken. His entire identity is built on a lie. It's, it's you know, it's irony. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. 
But so they the this the shells that are on fire they explode and they give them an opening to get into the basement. But uh, Ed got bit in all of this, so they're just in the basement with their rifle and they got two bullets left. Uh, Ed is like slowly being zombified, and uh, they're like, "All right, so how are we gonna how are we gonna do this? Are you gonna pop? Are you, are you gonna who's gonna shoot who and then who's gonna kill themselves?" And then Ed, Ed's just sitting there like, uh, "I I I'm fine with just bleeding out over here." <laughs> And then uh, uh, Sean and Liz reconcile, but then um, Sean and Liz reconcile, and then Ed's like, "Actually, I would like to change my mind. I would love to be shot." <laughs> kind of, it's kind of a fuck Mary kill going on. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they, Sh- uh, Sean and Liz are like, "Wait, there's a way out of here. We can just, we can, we can leave." They walk out the back. We can book it. <clears throat> They walk out the back and they leave Ed. And- oh, but first, uh, like when they leave Ed, uh, Sean like lights his cigarette for him. Uh-huh. And they do because like, you know do, it's, it's like, heterosexual. They do a heterosexual forehead touch before they leave. Yeah, it's a Russian taunt. It's it's simply a Russian taunt. Um, you know. So they leave, and then uh, the like the, the basically a SWAT team busts through and is like, "We're killing mm-hmm. all of the zombies." Uh, and Yvonne from earlier, who with a golf club shows up, is like, "Oh hey, they they were saving people. Figured we could help you guys out. Uh, is it just you two? And they're like, "Yeah." And then they hold hands together, and then we jump forward six months, where the pandemic has gotten completely under control because the government acted responsibly. I wonder what that's like. Oh. I mean, some countries probably know what it's like. Dude, like, I, I have, like, Australian friends who are talking about, like, boy, I, I'm glad all that's over. It's like, how how is your country less fucked up than ours? I mean, understandably so. Like, we are, we are one of, like, we are possibly the most trod upon people in the, in the, in the world in terms, yeah. of what we, in terms of what we let our, our overlords do to us. It's like, uh, friggin', it's like that post about, like, how, you know, if, if, like, an American gets laid off, they'll thank and tip their boss for it, but if right, a French it's, person it's gets that, laid off, they'll, like, light a bus on fire. It's like the, it's, it's like that guy tweeting Elon Musk that's like, oh, I got fired from SpaceX. <laughs> I got canned, but I knew it was best for the company. Thanks, boss. I'm gonna buy more stock on my way out. What a stupid fucking country. Anyways, we jump forward six <sighs> months. Uh, Liz and Sean are living together. And then, They're watching the cool new uh, zombie TV shows. Yeah, because the zombies have all been uh, forced into the yoke of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's something to be said about that, but that's that's for you sure. know they, they mentioned that uh, they're uh, good, well suited to uh, service work. Do you get it? Yeah, and it's the kid, it's the kid that Sean was working with at the beginning of the movie, right. and it's uh, it's it, it says something about society. Uh-huh. I don't know what it says, but it says something. But then uh, Ed's uh, Sean's like, okay, I'm gonna go out to the shed real quick, and then we see Ed out there who's been zombified. The dedicated gamer shed. Let's go. Dedicated gamer shed. They're playing video games in there, and they're like, all right, player two has joined the game. Let's play some Halo. What, what is it? 2004. So this would have been about the time of they, Halo. They were 2. playing a PS2, I think. Oh, also, what would, so. they, what would they have been playing then? 2004. Uh, online multiplayer first-person shooter. Probably like Killzone or something. Uh, that might What's have been later, Killzone? actually. I thought Killzone was first on the PS3. No, I, I thought it was a PS2 game. I'm not sure. Could be wrong. Anyways, that's the end of the movie. That's that's the end of the movie. Uh, on a scale of zero to five uh, heated gamer moments, how many heated gamer moments are you going to give this movie? Because there is a there is a moment when uh, Nick Frost rolls up in the car and says, "What's up?" N words. Yeah, yeah. He he does say uh, N words yeah. verbatim, and it's like 
you know, it's very conscientious of him. Uh, I appreciate uh, what he what he's acknowledging as a white man. But um, uh, yeah, I so heated gamer moments out of five. I think I'm thinking like a four point five, if that's all right. Yeah, that's I'm about I'm about like a four point five on this. It's not it's not hot fuzz. Hot fuzz is like my favorite. Hot fuzz is a five, hot easy fuzz for is me. An easy five, but this is like a this is definitely a good four and a half. I wonder if I could justify hot fuzz being a horror movie. There are those scenes with like the cloaked killer. It is kind of scary. Yeah, like it's it's got like you know it's deliberately supposed to be kind of like spooky and whatnot. Maybe may have you know there's people running around in cloaks. May you know and uh. You know, cops are pretty horrible. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got some questions. Yeah, I saw we got questions. Uh, Lucky Luciana at Diplobrocus asks, in a zombie apocalypse event, where are you going to wait for it to all blow over? Um. So I did look at these while you were like in the bathroom earlier uh-huh. and uh, got some stuff figured out. I think like my gut instinct, the place I'm going is like the basement of a college library because uh-huh. those places are just like hermetically sealed. Right, hit the stacks. Yeah, and you can just push, like, stuff over, and, like, you know, it's easy choke points, but... Exactly. I think, I think more practically, it's, like, you're gonna want to go to, like, one of those Walmarts that has guns in it, because you can just hang there forever. Yeah. I think it's, like, I, I think if Resident Evil 2 taught me anything, it's that, like, like, fire stations, police stations, uh, those places will definitely be overrun, staying far away from the hospital. Like, I'd be staying away from the cop station, like, maybe, like, yeah. maybe, like, two weeks into everything when everything's burnt, when everything's boiled over a little bit, I can go check out the cop station and raid their armory and such, because they will have been, they will have been, hopefully there will have been less of a human, uh, contingency there. Um, but I think just for the time being, I would just simply, uh, <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse happened to me, I would simply sit in my basement and chill about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, kind of like the obvious thing to do, I think. Yeah. You know. Uh, at Yano Scott asks, what song is your Don't Stop Me Now? Uh, that That is a good question. Um, I don't know, you do yours first, because I do have some answers. Uh, what is, what, what are yours? What, you, you go first. I'm actually struggling to think of what my answer for this would be, because I'm not really sure what, uh, okay. what, my, what, what the question is asking. Well, I, I figured it would be, like, the song that you'd want to, like, synchronously hit zombies with pool cues to. Oh, yeah, that's going to be uh, Kimi no Se by the Peggies, for me. Makes sense. Uh, there, uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. There's, like, but... a fucking incredible, like, drum hit right before the chorus uh, that is, like, that would that would just go perfect. Yeah. What about you? What, I, what I, you th- got? I, the answers I put down are uh, Ruby Soho by Rancid and uh, Combat Baby by Metric. I wish I knew either of those. They're both good songs, although, thinking about it now, I feel like you... What if you went with, like, Ska or something? Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> fucking, like, Streetlight Manifesto, I think, would be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely... Uh, uh, fucking... I'm trying to think of a streetlight song that would be perfect. Point counterpoint. Yeah, oh yeah, but the thing is, like, you're just gonna have to be like, have you seen that video of the cat being like drummed on with plastic with the uh, cardboard tubes? I I think so. Yeah. You'd have to be just like doing that speed of banging on someone. <laughs> yeah. You make a point. I make a counterpoint. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it'd be more effective. You know, maybe if they picked a faster song, they would have uh, actually beaten them with the pull cues. <laughs> Probably. Uh, all right, that's it for questions. Uh, so, what are your what's your recommendation this week? Uh, so, my re- recommendation. I've actually been waiting for this. Uh, so, my uh, is there a specific word or is it just recommendations? Because I, I wrote down Lightbringer on my no, notes. Lightbringer, but... is, Lightbringer is age kip. Also, here, asking someone what the recommendation is and hearing the turning of pages terrified me. 
Oh, listen, I got like two pages of notes here right. on the movie hit me. that I wrote. Hit me then. Alright, uh, so my Lightbringer is gonna be, uh, The Raven Cycle series of books by, uh, Maggie Steve Otter. It's, um, it's a YA fantasy series, and like, I don't, I don't think it's like something that's gonna be like, if you're someone who's dead set against YA, it's like, oh, I hate it. This, I don't think it's gonna be something that like, really like breaks the mold for you, but it's like really good, and I, I found it really enjoyable. I, I think, I think for a YA series, it's got like really, really good prose, and it's just very captivating. Care about the characters a lot, and most importantly, all the audiobooks are on Spotify. So, you, like, if you want to like check it out, you can just like listen to it for free if you have Spotify. Okay. And uh, the audiobook is uh, really good, save for like a couple of like really weird choices in some of the books by made by the narrator, but it's like it it, it takes place in like rural Virginia, and like it definitely. The Idaho books definitely like sort of capture that sort of local flavor. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, it's it's uh, really good. Uh, the Raven Cycle, read it, please. I love it. Cool. Uh, my recommendation this week is gonna be. Uh, oh shit! What have I been listening to? This? Oh shit! Piss! All I've been listening to this week is music other people recommended to me, so I can't recommend music. Um, I've been feeling some severe anhedonia, so video games are really not doing it for me. Uh, have I been watching any anime? That's not, that I've not already recommended. You know what? I don't think I've recommended Moriarty the Patriot, uh, which is a, a... And even if I have, I'm going to recommend it again. It's an anime about the... the, the it's what if... Hey, what if Moriarty from Sherlock was a sexual bishy? I mean, that sounds pretty and great. And also, what if Sherlock was a bishy? And also, what if, what if Moriarty was, like, specifically doing crimes to rebel against the upper class of society that treats the poor people like, like dogs? Oh, well, I've got a series for you. It's called BBC Sherlock, and I think you're going to like it. I don't think I will. Are you sure? This is a very, like, underground, like, no one's really talked about I it before. I am going to kill you. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm uh, going to kill you, Neve Noel Williams. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, to dox, sorry to dox you, but they do say your entire name on Patreon every time. I was going to say you doxed me, but that's, like, not my real last name, so... <laughs> Sorry to dox my, like, web persona. What? Neve Nickel Williams. There we go. There we go. Uh, So, thank you so much for... Neve, thank you so much for coming on. I don't think I really... It was a blast. last time I've laughed this hard on an episode of this podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm glad I could uh, do some good goofs and jokes. Where can can people find you? And uh, do you have anything else to plug? Uh, I don't have anything else to plug. Uh, I... Do not have any podcasts of my own. That's fucked know. up. I, I I need to, I need to find someone to uh, like settle down with and like raise like a little family of podcasts. With. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm at on Twitter at, at Nickelwolf, uh, spelled like that. I don't know, like Nickelback, but with wolf instead of back. And yeah, that's basically it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Fear Baiting. You can find us at Fear Baiting on Twitter or patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Sometimes the episodes go up early, and if you're a dollar a month patron, you can get to, you can get access to them early. Five bucks a month gets you a shout-out on the show and a uh, message sent to the pod. Ten bucks a month, all that stuff, plus you get to demand a movie that we watch. So if you ever want to get one of those in and you're a donor, get those in. Thank you to Ducky Aisha, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, and Michael Kaiser. We love you all so, so much. Thank you to Matt's, Matt GameCube and Noisepace.xyz for uh, being 
for doing the noise space for, for thank you matt for making noise space and thank you noise space for hosting this and so many other great podcasts such as the wonder years which is an animorphs podcast that i do henry kissinger's pokemon going to die a leftism podcast that i do and special great snacks which is a jujutsu kaisen watch along podcast that i do with my very good friend Kay. a new episode just came out yesterday by the time you're hearing this um if you want to find me on twitter i'm at sunhatgenya s-u-n-h-a-t-z-h-e-n-y-a and I thank you to Seda for doing our intro and outro music. Find them uh, making music under people you meet outside of bars. Head to gaygothvibes.online for their band camp. And thank you to Blair who regularly edits my episodes. Thank you. Uh, we I'm I'm standing this I'm standing that king. Uh, res- yeah. Respect to respecting Blair. Um, I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Fear Baiting. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but if it if I hey, did, what if it was noise space dot x y z word like in the movie? Do you need? Uh, do you mean me to explain that one? It's it's kind of. I'm thinker. Sarah. I'm Neve. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere, huh? Good night, everyone. Good night. Oh.